Frustration. Well, first of all, greetings in the name of the Most High. That's uh, the only hope we have, okay, is Jesus, period. And uh, we know that, but most people don't know what Jesus is because it's, you know, he, it, as much of an it as it is uh, him or, or any kind of pronoun. 
Uh, but as a noun, it's it's really not a, a, a gender thing unless we have it as a cultural aspect of language. Uh, you know, I mean, technically, Jesus is the cornerstone, a stone of the corner, the foundation. And what that means in unlocking that key is for any kind of renaissance, <clears throat> oh, yeah, <coughs> to occur. Uh, for any kind of renaissance to occur, yeah, a little more of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm really ready today. <laughs> we're uh, on the road again, so we're we're blasting at you on the road. So here's the thing. I know I'm feeling, you know, I'm feeling better, but I realize I got to take care of myself. You know what I mean? It's like like a big revelation is, uh, you know, you beat one health scare so you don't just go crazy, you know. Uh, whooping it up and um, you know my whooping up really has to do with more like escape you know what I mean escaping pain escaping uh, you know the, the misery of having to look at other humans and uh, watch watch what fools they become and when I say fools I mean this whole the chaos I mean basically the president of the United States is the king of chaos whether he you call him a puppet or not, he is he is the perfect embodiment of the of the clown show that you see going on around the world. It's just absolute, you know, toxic failure, and the, you know, and that's why uh, basically you know Biden invaded Israel because he, you know, the climate change didn't work. Look, let's just trace it back, okay? <clears throat> now let's have some discernment. I'm sorry, my throat's a little. And you know whatever, and lay down on lay down on a cigar. Well, I like a good cigar every once in a while. I'm not really a, a cigar nut. Every once, every once in a while. Okay, so Biden basically, you know, pays with your tax dollars to invade Israel because he's so frustrated they, you know, and the people around him behind him, you know, the WEFs and all the the floating clowns and then, you know, behind that the hidden trillionaires and bloodlines and, you know everything else, the the, the, the whole circus, the the clown show um, but so here, so you know, he pays out of desperation, they, they invade Israel Figuring, okay, well, that's at least one way to get this World War III thing going, and then it won't be blamed on me for the Ukraine, because that was money laundering. They figured that out already, and then if, you know, trying to goad Putin into nuking uh, isn't going to work, because Putin's too smart for that, so looks like we better go to Israel to try to get World War III off the ground, right, Albert Pike? <clears throat> Thank you, old buddy Al. Yeah, Uncle Al, <laughs> they tore his statue down. You wonder if any of those, you know, I, the Antifa should be worshipping the statue of Albert Pike, not tearing it down. Since that's their daddy, right? That's their daddy? They don't even know that. That's who, pay, that's who pays them, right? The, the, the Freemasons behind the scenes. The Jacobins. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the same people that were there in the French Revolution. They're whipping it up again. The whole point is... Uh, global uh, war 
for a number of reasons. Uh, you know, reset the economy, get rid of uh, useless eaters. Uh, you, you know, and um, yada 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 the usual the usual stuff. And so Biden pays. Literally, we pay. You know, Iran to basically go in in the form of whatever you know Hamas or whatever else you know, and and, and uh, start uh, just start the war. Then we pay for all the marchers. Supporting Hamas and acting like Hamas was invaded, or whatever you know, having it having this kind of dual thing to, to basically they always try to shut everybody up, and so they're trying to like shame people by having these stupid idiots marching around, and they're fucking idiots. They're just the most idiotic, stupid people. On how could they even get into a university? They shouldn't. That's the kind of people they're graduating. You can you can forget America a long time ago. They couldn't, you know. They couldn't put. I mean, they can't, you know, all the cliches we could say about them. But the idea that they got, you know, and most of these are the organizers are paid with you know money laundered from Ukraine to march. And they're completely down with Bill Gates. They're like down with Bill Gates. They're down with, you know, global warming. They're, you know, the same people are out there acting stupid as usual. I have no, no hope in generation, uh, whatever it is, X, Y, Z. No hope. I mean, forget about it. They need to understand what's good. The only thing that could help them right now is hardship. Is, you know, I hate to say it, but I think the only thing that's going to really save the youth in this country would be hardship, would be, you know, they're having to do hard work, um, you know, having to work hard to get out of a situation because they're, they're, they're just so coddled and so baby-like now, you know what I mean? You touch them, and they're, oh, ow, oh, you really hurt me, you know what I mean? Have, have you seen that? And your kids are like kids today? It's, it's like, you know, they, 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 if you touch them, they throw themselves on the ground and go, oh my God, I was assaulted, Right? They need to learn, right? They need some toughness. They're sissies. And I don't mean going around with Antifa, you know, uh, semi-automatic weapons and, you know, killing people. I mean, that doesn't really make you tough if you're the bully with the gun. But it's, uh, it's really, really, really sad. And the saddest thing is the lack of uh, uh, knowledge and so when I go back to my original statement that Jesus is the cornerstone, okay, what that means is if there's ever going to be a renaissance, if there's ever going to be a you know rebirth, if there's ever going to be a rebirth of the human spirit and and you know and producing things again and doing things again, it would have to be uh, which they don't want, of course, and and no no reptile wants, you know, it's status quo forever. <clears throat> whatever whatever that means. And so, you know, once again, joke society, right? Which which I've been, you know, calling a joke uh, accurately since I was a teenager. I had seen exactly what it was and exactly who participates and exactly what they make you do to become a honcho in society, which has become the stupidest, just a tool to become a tool of others is how you succeed in society 
And so you can't respect, you can go to like the country club, you know, and it's like, there are all these tools there where there are golf clubs. <laughs> the, the golf clubs uh, own the people, right? And the tool, and then the, the game is on TV, you know, and the, and the, and, you know, and the drink at the bar, and you're there and you're looking at all the robots and all the automatons and all the idiots, and there they are. And then <clears throat> they're on their way to Bohemian Grove, and they're going to divvy up the world there. And they're, they're too dumb to run their own households. Because the cornerstone was rejected. They are Luciferian. They become dumb through the Luciferian religion because it's a religion of blind obedience. And when they say, well, that's, that's Jesus, blind obedience. I said, it's not blind obedience. God gives you gifts and expects you to use them, and you use them in your own creative way. That's not that's not blindness. That's not rote following orders. But I can tell you one thing. You reject the cornerstone, you're going to have the civilization uh, like it is now. So basically, it's in, the world is in the hands of Satanists. And, and, you know, when I say Satanists, I mean dumb fuck idiots. Okay? Really stupid people. You know, people like Larry Fink, <clears throat> one of the dumbest of the lot, the, just a dumb pig. And as long as these pi little piggies are running around oinking, um, everybody else is going to suffer because they don't know their ass from a hole in the ground. They really don't know anything. You know, they, they, you know if they're going to buy a piece of art, somebody recommended it. If they're going to subscribe to a global warming, because somebody told them to. If they're gonna if they're gonna take an action, it's because they were told to. They were indoctrinated that way. Nothing is original, and that means they cannot be inspired. They cannot be helped. They cannot be reached. They cannot be um, they cannot be dealt with in any way, shape, or form. And the only thing that could possibly get through would be God just changing their heads, you know, and mass. And you can also look at it this way, that, you know, basically, for becoming unreal, is what we've done as a culture, God has turned his back on us because we are unreal. We don't believe <clears throat> that there is a, a world that's designed by God. We, we believe that it just cropped up on its own. We believe that evolution cancels God. We believe that education trumps um, wisdom. And as long as we think all those things, <clears throat> um, you know, it's going to remain like this. People say, <clears throat> what about, I'm sorry, it's a really terrible thing right there. Uh, that's okay. When, when will we, when will we come out of this? As soon as people acknowledge reality. I don't say, you know, believe in Jesus, have your come to Jesus moment. I mean, I'm sure all those metaphors work, but I'm just saying, it's really now a matter of reality versus fantasy. And as long as we keep believing in fantasy and believing the lies, then the, there will be no renaissance, there will be no turnaround, there will be no flowering of humanity, there will be no coming out of this dark age. And, you know, and really the, one of the reasons for that is because the... Young people need a lesson. They still don't get it. 
they think it's about them and 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 that you know adults have ruined their future because of you know global warming i mean that's that's the level they're on of consciousness i'm sorry i know that sounds retarded and it is but that's the level they're on you know or that you know things are unfair because we should have had communism and socialism or something like you know any of these kind of platitudes and um you know these sort of sayings that go around you know universities which is just basically a propaganda outfit and the universities were actually begun by the you know by the foundations by the big trusts what do you think they were founded for universities were founded to indoctrinate kids to make them acceptable in society and society is basically a backwards um uneducated or diseducated un uh, you know unbelievable uh, you know, a uh, conglomeration of people really, in a sense, doing useless things and being useless, you know, being, you know, tools of uh, agenda that's not their own. And, um, you know, you have a whole nation of people that don't even know who they are. They look in the mirror, it's like blank. They, they don't know who they are because they've been told in their universities to think this way, to think that... Um, you know, you're defined by the job you have. You're defined by the by the rewards you get. You're defined. You know, if you if you're a good boy, you get the cookie. You know, and that they're still you know chasing the rabbit. And as long as they're doing that, we will have no peace. And I mean, I could have told you this in 1955. I could have told you there's going to be no peace. There's going to be nothing but pain, and that pain's going to spread from the Middle East. And it's going to spread. There's not going to be a... a, If there is a sudden peace in Israel, it will be because the Antichrist showed up and made it a sudden peace, you know. And the the Antichrist couldn't be Obama because can you imagine him trying to have a a peace meeting right now? People would laugh at him. I'd be talking about Big Mike and all that. You know, it's just not going to work. So now, what does the world do? The other card that's going to be played is the alien card. Is It's here, the mystery of Antarctica, the ice wall, the underground, you know, lizards, the advanced technology, the uh, portals. And, and now they're talking about, you know, the New Agers are all talking about this, where, that the Earth is going into a higher frequency, a new dimension. And those who are negative are going to stay in the old Earth. And those who are positive energy are going to go in with the new earth into this new dimension of love and peace and, and happiness. And, you know, God bless them. But, I mean, that's like, uh, you know, basically uh, kindergarten consciousness. I mean, again, no wisdom, wishful thinking, and, and unrealistic, and has nothing to do with reality whatsoever. And this is like Dolores Cannon, who was a, started that, who was a, a UFO researcher an experiencer, if you will. Uh, so, are the little alien, the greys, they're going to be flooded with greys pretty soon. You know, ETs. Uh, you know, uh, are, are they to be respected, believed, whatever? No, well, you know, a, a lot of this alien stuff is the, is really the control grid. You know, alien consciousness is failed consciousness. Alien consciousness is based on hatred. It's based on control, which is hatred, right? If you love somebody, right, set them free. Remember the Sting song or the police or whoever it was? 
you love somebody, you set them free, right? You know, if you love somebody, you don't, like, control them. You don't grab them and make them do what you want them to do. You you love them. You appreciate them. You, you want them to flourish. You want them to be the best they can be. You want them to follow their dreams because you love them, right? We love them. We want, we want our kids to, to, to flourish, right? To be the people that God meant them to be. Whatever that gift is, we don't know what it is, but we, we, want, we don't want to just control them so we never find out. And that's alien consciousness wants to like, control you from cradle to grave so you never find out who you are, what your talents are, or, and they would like to just take away everything that would be a talent, everything that would be God-given, and make you eventually an emaciated slave like them. You know, to have these ugly bodies and these ugly heads and these ugly, you know, um, you know, fake uh, eye sockets. You know, because they're, they're, the reason they have those because they're they're there's cameras for eyes. They don't have real eyes. Those big black sort of insect-like covers over their eyeballs usually are to cover up cameras, right? So the camera and the cameras also emit light. So you can actually sometimes see light coming out of their eyes as the camera's going back and forth trying to beat in on, on a on an object. And then I'm sure some of them are more like insects, but I'm, I'm you know there's there's a vast array of uh, chimeras and created beings and all kinds of stuff that they're gonna you know out of des again out of desperation, which is why they do everything. They invade. Israel. Okay, they invade Israel. You pay for it. I pay for it. And um, and then we sit around playing, you know, uh, the blame game and acting like we have nothing to do with it when we're the ones funding it. We funded the, the Israel attack and subsequently we're, you know, somewhat funding the uh, response. Playing both sides. Why is that? To bring about, you know, world war uh, for depopulation and everything else because everything else has failed. So out of desperation, it's like, okay, punt. We'll do the, is, we'll attack Israel because we're desperate. And so the people marching for Hamas are just like rolled out on cue. I mean, these are the biggest idiots that ever drew breath. I mean, it, I could almost make a case like, do we need these people on the planet? Do we, are these people capable of you know, thinking, are they capable of loving? Are they capable of existing? Are they capable of looking in the mirror and seeing that <coughs> there's a human being there? Are they capable of uh, being human? The, you know, and then, and then you know, people marching for Israel going around with the, uh, the um, you know, the, the Star of David, the Mogan David, they call it, you know, the, the so-called Star of David, um, and and the you know the the blue and white you know and then putting that in people's face like they're doing a counter march, they're not much they're they're not much brighter than the Hamas marchers. I mean now we got two sets of people that are you know both being controlled. And um, I'm just you know I I'm, again every single thing they do is dumb. And I'm just wondering if this is some kind of holographic universe. Is it, is it because lizard consciousness is slow and behind us? Yes. Number one, yes. Lizards are more unintelligent. They're, 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 I don't care how big their heads are, they're unintelligent. They don't have that, that prescient intelligence that comes from God. They don't have the source. So they have to like eat 
babies and stuff and, you know, spill blood and have wars. And that's how they get their power. Right? They can't, they don't have it direct as you have it through Jesus. We, we have it, actually, we have it through the blood, which is uh, kind of ironic. Yes, bloodletting. We have it through the blood. Uh, through the blood, we have life. Through the blood, through the body of Jesus, we have, you know, the ecclesia, the church. We have freedom. But we also have a thing called wisdom which comes in um, through the Holy Spirit and also through studying the scriptures and learning other lessons other people have gone through and just learning how the world works. We know how the world works. They don't. They're manipulated. We're not. And because we can't be manipulated, they couldn't get their, you know, I mean, look at the good news. They didn't get their climate lockdown. Right? And they didn't get their, um, you know, what was the other one? They wanted to go for COVID-2. And they started trying to roll that out. And then, you know, the, the hospitals that, that implemented it looked like a bunch of idiots. So now they've, they've, they've curtailed that. And so now we have Israel. So that's their, that's their COVID, that's their new rollout. And um, so far, whether you look at Fox News or any, any news organization, they all have it wrong. Because the whole point is, unless you look at the people who are uh, doing the war, you know, guiding the war, planning it, and, and trying to create it, unless you understand what their motivation is, then you don't know shit. You don't, I'm sorry to be vulgar, you don't know anything. Because there's a reason behind having the war. In this case, it's easy. It's the wider war. That's, what, that's what's wanted. And it's they want the global lockdown. They want the martial law. So exporting war everywhere is you know the way to get it. That's it's that's a no brainer. Any idiot can see that. Except our American idiots can't see that. They just march because they're told to march. They have no mind of their own. When you see these marchers, it's like and you see them. Yeah, you know, it's really unfair that, you know, Israel has occupied uh, Palestine and, you know, it's really... And then you say, is, is Hamas Palestine? Yeah. Oh, it is. When when did that happen? <laughs> what, what are you going to do? When you're talking about... And, and all these people, here's the scary part. They're all college educated. A lot of them are professors. How? Can you be that dumb? And and just really just do the basics of survival. You know, eat, clothe yourself. You know, uh, feed yourself. Feed. How could you even do those things at the level they're on? They would need assistance. Um, you know. So it it's um, it's my take on. I haven't really weighed in on this Israel thing, but I'm you know completely disgusted. And, um, you know, once again, uh, but not surprised that, um, you know, when the, I, I think that some people even predicted this, that, you know, once the, if the COVID thing fails, the climate lockdown fails, they're going to go to, go to, they can't get, and they can't get Putin to launch nukes. They're going to go to Israel. I mean, it's just like a, a bing, 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 you know, check off box one, box two, box. Okay. Let's do box four, Israel. And then BB your buddy 
he's all in with Klaus Schwab and the WEF. <laughs> so I mean, it's like, and then these, I have these friends, and they're going, uh, I stand with Israel. Well, you're, maybe you're standing with Israel 2,000 years ago, but you're not standing with Israel because Israel is Klaus Schwab. So now what do we do? You know, which basically makes Israel Nazi, which is the ultimate irony, right? I know, I know. It's, uh, it looks pretty bleak. Um, you know, I'm just trying to think of hope. The only hope I have is the Lord because the Lord gives me strength and I... And I have to have strength because I feel so alone in this world. I feel so alone. I think that <clears throat> when people get older, and I'm thinking about you out there, Charles, and some of you others, that you're getting up there, right? We're, we're getting up there. Well, we figure it all out, right? God makes us figure it out as we get older. You know, when you have a, a God, a person that's in in Christ, and I sometimes I get vulgar and stuff to to, to not. I know why the Lord has me doing that. It's to not be like the, the hypocrite, to not be like the liars who never say an F word, ever. Do you see what I mean? I think, you know, I, I don't need to do that, though. I understand. You know, I really don't need to do that. <clears throat> I like to be gentle. I don't want to have conflict because I understand that the, the key to, to life is uh, life. Right to being to being gentle people to not being, you know, uh, violent, warlike um, <clears throat> reactionaries. So the way I really react to this whole Israel thing is it's it's first of all, it's sad, it's horrifying, it's um, it's 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 really a <clears throat> horrible besmirch mark. You know, it's a besmirching of humanity, of how imbecilic, how um, godless, and how many people actually follow the Luciferian plan. How many people actually sold out to Satan? <clears throat> and I would say most of the world has. And, and they have done it structurally. That means they actually crossed the line where they actually gave up their souls. And that's what you're seeing play out. You're also seeing a pretty big remnant, bigger than I thought there was, worldwide, of people that are conscious, and those people that are conscious, they, they have not sold their soul. They, they probably don't even know what we're talking about right now. But um, they're still intact. They're looking at this, and they're probably just going, what the, Where I woke up in this world, what is this? You know, they're probably doing that right now. Because they don't understand that the Lord will give you over to your reprobate mind. He'll give you over to blindness. He will give the people that have sold out to the other side, you know, the people marching for Hamas, for example, are all basically what we call the left, or the, I call them the left-handed path, which is basically the path of Satan. So they have gone... No, 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 the marching has nothing to do with, like... <laughs> if they really cared about life, they would, they'd be marching against abortion, right? <laughs> I mean, hundreds of millions of children killed, you know, and they... Why should it make any difference that you know a few babies get beheaded? They behead a few babies, they get they get all their panties all in a knot. But you kill a hundred million children through abortion, they don't care. It's not. It's like how can you have that double standard? You know, they deserve to get their asses kicked. <clears throat> I'll have them, yeah. They deserve. They need hardship. The children today don't need college. They need. 
hard work. That's what they need. They need, you know, maybe even physical labor. Just, you know, they need some kind of work. Uh, you know, and a, and a war would be perfect. They could be, you know, but the problem with the war is it's, you know, the, the, the biggest victims of the war uh, are the armies, right? Because they have to check their mind in at the door and believe their side is right and the other side is wrong. That's the first lie. Done. So, you know, so my opinion is no to, um, at first I was like, Hamas attacked Israel. Well, Israel should just flatten, you know, Palestine or whatever. I mean, that's my, like, knee-jerk reaction. And then, of course, the Lord gives me discernment, just like he gives you. So I think about it, and then I realize, oh, this is Klaus Schwab, and, and this is Biden using American tax dollars to do a Klaus Schwab. Well, I get it. They, they couldn't get their nukes. They couldn't get Putin. They couldn't get COVID. They couldn't get the climate lockdown. So now we're doing this. Got it. That took me literally five minutes to get to that point. Not even that. Maybe two minutes to go from a reactionary, right? Knee-jerk reaction. Oh, that's Israel. You know, like... <laughs> and uh, to to sussing the whole thing. And, and also, there's another thing here. Book of Revelation. It looks like a lot of people, these people on that on that side of things are trying to, like, pull off the book of Revelation and make it look like it was a natural occurrence when they're doing it. The problem is, it doesn't quite fit. You know what I mean? It's like, if God does it, it's going to be exactly what was written, right? But if they do it, it's going to be just a little different. And then, But then they'll believe it. The rapture folks are out there in, in force right now. And you should not be afraid to go through a war, you know, if you are, then, then God's going to have to test you. So the people that are like living in fear, hoping they'll be raptured, if it's based on fear of war, uh, you ain't going to be raptured. You need to go through that war then. You need to, why are you better? Are you better than the other humans? Well, I'm saved. I deserve to go. Jesus, I'm not appointed for wrath. God made me appointed for for victory, not wrath. And because of my belief in Jesus, I'm going. He wants me out of here. I'm not supposed to have this judgment. Well, you know, is every ward is is it is it judgment or is it you know, are all the people bad that will be um, here or left behind? I personally don't don't think the the the, the rapture doctrine is sound. I really don't because you know God is no. We are no strangers to persecution and death and martyrdom um, just based on being who we are. So we've, I mean, I've had this, you know, basically near-death experiences and been kicked around and all that for, I don't know, my entire life. You know, so suddenly I'm going to get raptured and everything's going to be okay? I, really? <laughs> I mean... Not that I've gotten used to it, but just that, you know, as I'm going to escape uh, the hard work of, of understanding persecution and, and you know, God's judgment. I won't be able to divide between the judgment that's being meant for the world and me. If I'm here as a witness to the judgment, then I'm a witness. I'm a witness to how they react to it, to how the people of the world react to, to being judged by the living God. Do you want me to really go away? 
don't you want me to see what the, you know, or see what I can do, maybe even just uh, preaching a word here and there, trying to convince people that um, that it's not about them, that God created the world, that Jesus is the Son, that that the, uh, um, you know, that Jesus, God's Son, paid the price so that we could have a path out of here, basically, out of this situation. And because Jesus overcame the world, we overcome the world through him. And because when God looks at his son, when we're in Christ, he looks at, at us and he sees Jesus. So, I mean, he also sees, I mean, not blind to us too. I mean, but, you know, he sees that, um, um, it's just the perfect legal argument. It's just the perfect legal situation. If you look at it like a court of law, it's 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 absolutely perfect. It's, um, there is no, no, um, they tried this in India with uh, bodhisattvas in uh, uh, in Buddhism, where they they called it Mahayana Buddhism, and kind of copying Jesus. They tried to say, okay, well, look, we could have all these bodhisattvas, and if you chant to them, then you have the righteousness of the bodhisattva. Now, the bodhisattva was a an enlightened being that refused to go on into Nirvana until every human was saved. That sound very, very Christian-like? Yeah, it's, it's, it's got that kind of, yeah, exactly. Fascinating study. And uh, so they would chant to these bodhisattvas. You've heard of chanting to Maitreya. Maitreya was like a bodhisattva, right? So you get all these different, you know, some, names, some names the West knows, but I mean, there's different bodhisattvas. And, um, you know, the job of the bodhisattva is to save humanity. Is, is to be the savior. <laughs> so how do they they worship uh, bodhisattva? Is they um, the, depends on the on the you know village or the culture of that village. But uh, if it's going to be a rural situation, then they would you know they would burn spirit money. They would offer crops. They would um, sacrifice animals on occasion. You know they would have burnt offerings. But they would make offerings to the bodhisattva to save the village. And they would then, later, they developed chanting. That chanting was enough to uh, get the favor of the bodhisattva, who would then take you into, you know, help you escape. The whole point was that the people were miserable, and the religion of Buddhism wasn't working. So they had to find a way to, to what they call syncretize Buddhism with the local customs, whatever they are, to kind of blend them together in order to, um, you know, have a religion that w- where people wouldn't complain about death, where they wouldn't complain about life. And it, the whole thing was based on the, the premise that all life is suffering. And basically humanity is suffering and wants a way out of the suffering. And so Buddhism then seeks it offer an answer, you know, by being a good person, you can overcome the suffering. And we all know that's not possible. So, I'm sorry, but they're stuck in that situation. And, you know, that's a very, not a good situation to be stuck in. And, and no, every Buddhist that's ever tried to argue with me has failed to, you know, has lost the argument. Because in the end, they would admit that it's about doing good, you know, same thing with um, Hinduism. Hinduism finally comes to the conclusion that through doing good deeds, you know, by being a good person, you know, you can overcome uh, 
death and you can overcome you know you can you can become enlightened in Hinduism and then Nirvana in Buddhism and you can you can overcome the, the horrors of the world and I suppose every religion is trying to address the same thing it's like how do we alleviate human suffering and then you know the churches themselves you know even like Islam overcome human suffering by dedicating yourself to the prophet and being a good Muslim and by being a good Muslim you're, you're automatically overcoming suffering not just for yourself but for your whole family so that becomes another way so there are ways, so Islam offers another way but with Jesus it's a little bit different it's really the shed blood of the lamb at the cross and the victory of life after the cross that um, provides literally a way and the way is legal because there can't it can't be on you you <clears throat> you can't really be part of the equation uh, you can't save yourself and so in all these religions of the world people have to end up saving themselves they're not you know they're and then and then these other things like space religions you know where the aliens are going to save you of course that's ridiculous where someone else is going to no one else can actually save you the, the the kind of I guess a kind of a the the, the apotheosis the kind of um, process that one goes through in Christ it's almost as if you're annihilated you're, it's almost as if you're 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 not even there but you are as you kind of disappear in Christ and are seen by God as you know because He has to technically see you as as sinless as as um unspotted you know the unspotted lamb in order to to um carry you out of here it's really jesus that carries you out and and but in christ we we kind of disappear we don't we don't really but we do we sort of we we become absorbed in christ and then Finally, in John 17, Jesus says, you know, we are one, and we are one with you, and you're one with us. And then we, in Christ, that God has given us to, to Jesus, actually, that's how it works. We become one in him, so that we're one in God, so that we're all just one thing. So we all kind of disappear in the one. And, um, and, yet, and yet we live. We, we can t- the alternative would be annihilation we would be annihilated if you can imagine that we would be anni- we would be annihilated yeah you're hearing uh, you got the squeaky toy I'm opening the blinds uh, some of the blinds are going up but we would be uh, annihilated he's got the football yeah <laughs> We would be annihilated, um, you, you know, any other way, it would be on us, and uh, there would be, you know, annihilation the- theology, which is not, which is not Christ, That's which interesting. is... interesting, annihilation theology. <laughs> there is annihilation theology, Trish. I understand that. It just sounds ridiculous. But uh, the annihilation theology is a very real thing around the world. That's why there's doomsday cult. Because they figure the only way out of here is through mass, mass death. And and some Christian cults think that because they 
don't have a good understanding of the scriptures. They don't have a spiritual understanding. They have a, they have a rudimentary or a theological understanding, but then that they fail to have a real understanding of what it means to be in Christ and, and what Jesus is. And because of that, they can get off the track and they can have a doomsday cult. You know, uh, Heaven's Gate or, uh, you know, Jim Jones or something like that. But to turn Christians into a, a, a doomsday cult is not an easy thing to do. It's easier with Muslims to have a doomsday cult. Because they figure if you die a martyr, then your whole family goes to heaven. You, you, have been, you become the savior in Islam. You save your family by doing good acts for, um, you know, the, the religion for Muhammad. And so the, the problem, of course, that you have there is it doesn't address the human condition, and either does Buddhism, and either, either, either does, you know, the, the Tibetans don't have a clue, and uh, Chinese uh, a familial religion is basically, um, you know, based on, you know, like wisdom, like Confucius and stuff, it doesn't um, make people happier, and so we have a world in misery, and then, I'm sorry to say, we have a lot of Christians in misery, too. And we don't want to see that either, because that is a misunderstanding of the gospel. Because in the gospel, if you, if, if you truly are saved, I'm struggling through my... Yeah, he's, he's, he's starting to... He's been so good for so long. But in the gospel, it's funny... You know, the real understanding of the gospel is salvation uh, is the good news. And the good news begins with faith on day one. It doesn't really begin after you die. But that seems to be kind of going to the wayside. People don't seem to understand that Jesus just set me free. But it's not me that's free. It's, it's Christ in me that's free. So I, I by extension, by, by, my, by existence... Uh, become free too because I'm in Christ and and therefore and also I am seen by God as righteous but not me but Christ but uh, you know there's no difference now so there's that to see, see there's a line there they don't want to cross that line when they teach you this stuff because they don't want you to become they don't, they don't want ab, what's called absorption theology absorption theology is where you're absorbed in Christ and you don't exist anymore and that's not correct you exist as a new creation. But again, it's a very subtle spiritual reality that it, it, it can't be taught in a textbook. It can't be taught in a book on theology. They can go and say, well, man is depraved, and, you know, with Jesus, we, we become, you know, we become, and, you know, let, let's, let's just put our cards on the table. With Jesus, we become a little better, right? A little more, a little less angry, a little nicer to other people. We knock off the drugs and the drinking. We, 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 we seem happier in general. But we're not totally happy. We're not totally, uh, you know, free of sin. We're not totally, you know what I mean? And then there's a lot of pressure to maintain that, that course. And then sometimes we fall off of there. And then it's a hell to pay to get back on it. Kind of like falling off a diet, you know. <laughs> So, but that's that would be a false impression of, of what being in Christ is. Um, the other 
the other mistake people make is by, by continuing to berate themselves, calling themselves a piece of crap uh, that don't deserve anything, but by the grace of God, they just, they just kind of lucked out that God chose them, but they don't deserve it. That kind of talk just leads to a person who's staying the same, and it's an excuse to, to sin more. And, um, yeah, I'm just a worthless sinner anyway. And then, of course, well, the, the door is now open for you to sin. Just say, I'm just worthless. I don't know why Jesus chose me. I'm so awful. I'm so terrible. I'm such a bad person. And he chose me. And if he could choose me, he can choose you. <laughs> well, you know, but see, there is no you anymore. So there is no you to berate. You can't really berate yourself now. If you're in Christ, you're not the same person. So basically, you know, technically, I mean, I mean, structurally, you're not the same person. You know, legally, you're not the same. Legally, you're not the same person. You've been spoken for. Your situation has changed. Your actual existence has changed. So therefore, in Christ, and we all know you're a new creature in Christ, so we understand that, you know, so you're, so you're now, now we're going back to, well, you're fearfully and wonderfully made. No, I'm a piece of shit. No, you're fearfully and wonderfully made. No, I'm a piece of shit. Okay. That resolves that argument. You're no longer a piece of shit. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. That stands. You're in Christ. You can't do better than that. That means you're perfect. And, um, you know, you're the being that you were meant to be in the beginning, but you weren't because of the fall of man, because of the situation that we inherited on this earth. I mean, that's my understanding of it. And um, a lot of times I forget to claim my personhood in Jesus, which is basically a free man, free to think my own thoughts, free to, 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 to choose my own battles, free to react the way I feel like reacting. And a lot of times I'll react badly or I'm, do something wrong, and it doesn't change my status. I don't have to go whip myself and beat myself. The only thing I can say is Jesus comes and says, all right, get up off your feet again and go and sin no more. And so I fully intend not to sin again. You know, and then and what I've noticed over the years is that I have sinned less, basically, um, because it's it's a strong force to sin, but it it diminishes in time as um, as things become more clear about the world. Things become more clear about the world. It's sort of like the the grip of sin on me loses its grip as I get closer to the end of my life, which we would all hope would happen, right? As And that would be the, the influx of wisdom in this situation uh, tends to mollify the need to sin or to, 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 to tamp it down somewhat. Because you tend to think through things like, well, you know, I, I better not look at that picture because that, that's a little bit racy and, you know, I don't want to go there. I better not lust over this or that. Or I better not have any object of desire that's above God, you know, thing, just things in everyday life that kind of go by, you know, where you go, you know what, I'm just going to X that out. Like, especially if you're, you're on Facebook, it's a sin machine, right? Always trying to get you to look at uh, sinful images, 
that means images that would trigger, you know, lust, that would lead to a soul tie, a sin, actual sin, something like that. Anything that would lead to envy, where other people are really making it big time, doing it, and you're just left there on the side of the road, just forgotten about. And, um, you know, so, so Facebook is a real challenge. You know, when you're in Christ and you have like that, that, um, a feeling of goodwill, a feeling of, of goodwill toward others, at least to a certain extent. And even though you may be pissed off about this war and the stupidity of the overall, you know, when you see what we could have, but what we actually end up having, it's, it's kind of, you know, tough, but then Jesus saves us in the sense that, you know, we look at him and we look at, we, then we realize that, you know, God has us all under control and that we don't need to completely go crazy describing it every day. We, we understand it hasn't changed in thousands of years. It has not changed. I could have had the same rant in 1945. I could have had the same rant when we bombed Hiroshima. I could have had the same rant. I could have gone back to the, to the you know, to America you know, slaughtering Indians. I can go back to uh, World War One. I. I can go back to, uh, you know, the Peloponnesian War. I can go all the way back to, to Julius Caesar. I can go back to, you know, I can go back to Sodom and Gomorrah. I could go back, any, I could go anywhere. And everywhere I go, it's the same thing. So, only reason that, that I spend any time calling them out is because of the, the it's really the, the incredible stupidity is beyond, it's, it's beyond description, it's, it's ridiculous. It almost seems inhuman. And, um, and that, that's the thing that sort of fascinates me now, but in the end I will probably not mention it again. There's really no need. I think we all understand what it is, right? We know what it is. It is it is what it is every single day. Whether it's COVID-1, COVID-2, war in Israel, Russia, you know, uh, stealing people's money, uh, you know, destroying the dollar, destroying people's lives. You have people out here starving right now. And, and Biden's acting like it's the best economy that's ever been. This guy is such a criminal, but... You know, my prediction is people are not going to do anything about it. They're going to let, they're going to complain, but they're not going to do anything about it. They're just going to go ahead and eventually wind up homeless. You know, and then maybe then they'll start having to work it out. You know, they'll, they'll have hardship, which will be good for them. You know, being homeless might be just the thing that... Uh, that saves them in the end. You know, it, it, they may need economic hardship in order to survive. I hate to put it that way, but I don't... Do you see any other way of waking them up? That's the cycle. The cycle is to go to poverty. Yeah. The cycle in Christ is, if you build a, a civilization based on Christ, then you have... That's the Renaissance. That's That's prosperity. That's, you know... Um, goodwill among men that's that's a free and fair trade that's that's um, you know uh, you, you know being inspired 
with 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 you know art and commerce and you know that's that's a whole other thing but that would be behaving in a way that doesn't have some backroom illuminati thing going on with jay-z and beyonce i saw this thing where they had beyonce's kid as um as the antichrist (laughs) and it's like well there's an antichrist every other minute of course, entertainment figures, people that are propped up for our influence, are there to to basically put Antichrist on us, you know, to to, to entice us into through jealousy and lust to to uh, become like them. But when I look at them and I look at the, um, the the most celebrities, don't live their own lives, don't have their own minds, and so I I look at that and I go, well, then that would not be the best thing to be, in my opinion. I would want to, um, you know, and if you're punished for thinking your own thoughts or being an individual, right, and they bar you from being a celebrity because of that, well, then, hallelujah, you're set free. It's win-win. But, you know, Satan makes it like, um, if you want to be seen as a winner in this society, you, you know, they, they, they want nothing short of your soul in order for, so you can show that off. You want to be a, even a social influencer is a sellout position. So, you know, so good, we know that. That's good. So we won't be, we won't be feeling like we missed anything, we missed out on anything, right? No, it's really, it's really amazing. And, and now, now the celebtards are getting out there doing, doing the, the sort of, if you're not with Hamas, you're with Trump. <laughs> And the Trump derangement syndrome, that's the ultimate in mental illness. I mean, that's just ridiculous off the, you know, a, a great artist I rep, that, that I really respect as an artist. He hasn't been a very good celebrity, but a, a, a great artist is Robert De Niro as an actor. I think he's also a very intelligent man, very brilliant, and a successful businessman and great director. People don't know that about him. And, um, you know, he's, he's just really pretty bro- brilliant in every way. And, and, but he's got this Trump thing going. It just, it just like destroys the whole, the whole idea of his being, you know, this sort of, um, he had, has said some very wise things. And I heard one of them about business. And, um, and he had really learned a big lesson about wisdom. And he said, look, I've seen him come, and I've seen him go. And, and you know, me, meaning making the big time. And he said, you know, when things go well, you want to proceed cautiously. You don't want to go off like a jackass, you know, and uh, filled with all kinds of you know, hubris and pride and celebration and all that. You want to proceed cautiously to the next thing, especially when things go well. And so here's a man that's learned a very valuable lesson that most people, most Christians haven't learned that. And then in the next breath, he wants to smash Trump in the face. I mean, it's just like he, he wants the Trump supporters rounded up because they're enemies of democracy. That's the newest one. And, and uh, I'm just saying, for the guy that said something so wise about, you know, life and business and commerce and just, you know, the way things go, and knowing, you know, being so kind of having that worldly wisdom, to going from that to this Trump thing... It's almost like Stephen King. And the other thing, the sad thing that happened to Stephen King was he lost his ability to write in the whole Trump derangement thing. He got so obsessed with it that he he can't write anymore. And his novels 
don't sell anymore. It's amazing. But, you know, I feel like saying to him, Steve, if you want to write again, stop with the Trump stuff. Stop with this, this obsession with Trump supporters and go back and write again like it used like you used to be. But, uh, you know, they're not listening and, you know, they're, they're not going to succeed. And they're going to go down. And it's going to be the Achilles heel. It's going to be Trump inside their heads. Even like there's like a mythical Trump that's not even based on the historical Trump now. And that mythical Trump is, is, is the reason for everything being bad is Trump's fault, including the invasion of Israel is Trump's fault. Of course. And so it's, as long as that exists, there will not be any healing on the earth. And, um, and, you know, will these people lose their money? Some of them will. Uh, most of them will probably remain in Beverly Hills or Malibu or whatever, and, and they'll have their yachts and their planes and whatever, and they'll just keep going on telling you to go march for <coughs> Hamas or telling you whatever, you know, to vote for um, Gavin Newsom. <coughs> That, that Gavin Newsom would do to America what he did to California, which is basically the... the, the no, no, no. Barking's not going to get me to do anything. I understand. He's cooped up in this, uh, this he wants bus. He to go for a walk. Yeah. I'm gonna, I told him I wanted to listen. Come here, Ben. Okay, well, I'm going to try to keep on going here. Um, it's very difficult. I <laughs> Well, we don't have to do another one. I'm just, I'm just trying to reach out. And give, I want to give my opinion on the uh, the Middle East situation, and and really, it's just my opinion. But I just really, we're enjoying it. And you know, it's it's. I'm disgusted with all the different sides and factions of this thing because they're just basically taking their, they're just like trauma based mind control victims. You know what I mean? Trying to influence my reality, which I don't appreciate, and um, it's really a Biden WEF. You know, Bill Gates, Nazis, you know, uh, high-level Nazis, I mean. You know, operation, like all the other operations, that's just designed to steal people, steal the wealth of the country, line their own pockets, and, uh, and a big power grab. And that's all it is. It's, it's basically... Um, and they also want to eliminate the population. Oh, yeah. Well, if you, if you go nuclear, then that, that's a good way to eliminate lots of people. So... You know, yeah, they they're fulfilling a lot of agendas with that, and um, you know they, but but it's but they seem desperate to me because they were doing COVID, then they were doing climate, now they're doing this, and they're just doing anything. They just keep flipping the script to do anything they can do, and um, they are so desperate. And uh, it, all it would take would be one good fight back, one good you know, no. One good resounding uh, voice of the population of no yeah. to, to stop them. And we can't even do that because we have these stupid kids running around, um, you know, either either supporting Israel or Hamas. I, I mean, basically marching around, you know, trying to get us to look at that like that's the conflict, when that has nothing to do with the conflict. The conflict is same people, Klaus and company, and then all the people you don't see behind the scenes. And the Larry Finks of the world, the corporatocracy, corporate fascism, um, you know, the idea of taking away all your freedom and putting you in a compact city, you know, taking away your internal freedom and monitoring yourself and changing you into some kind of chimera and destroying your life. That's basically what, what we're dealing with. 
not Hamas versus Israel, or Iran and Hamas, or dragging the whole, now Hezbollah, you know, and, and of course trying to drag in, Biden's trying to drag in anybody he can to get the, and remember this, <coughs> Biden <coughs> is doing this to protect his son. He's creating all this chaos as a camouflage, as a smoke, uh, 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 you, you know, a, a, a smoke and mirrors, in order to keep the, uh, the the spotlight off of Hunter Biden, because all that evidence about Joe and Hunter and his family was getting very hot and heavy before this happened, and now the whole spotlight's off of him. So the guy's just basically, you know, going to flush you down the toilet in order to save his own hide from obvious criminality of money laundering, which he's, but which he's still doing today through Ukraine. And people are still giving him money. Even, well, of course they are, because the, the money comes back. The money doesn't get spent on Zelensky. It comes back um, and into the pockets of the politicians that voted for uh, whatever Biden wants to do. So don't you understand? That's what it's all about. And it was getting too hot and heavy. So now they started this, to, and it worked. It, now everyone's mind is off of the Biden crime situation. Not everyone's. And, you know, a lot of... It's, 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 these are crimes that people usually get, you know, shot for treason. Because you're talking about state secrets now being given out, you know, they were given out by Clinton, they were given out by Hillary Clinton, they were given out by Biden, you know, pay for play. And this, this is called treason. And what they do with treason, they usually execute people. But these people are so arrogant, they're above it, because they know that Americans will never, ever, 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 ever get right with the truth. Because you know why? And I, know, I figured this out. I may be the only one. Because Americans sold out. They sold out. They agreed to serve this beast. That's why they don't say, they don't, they don't dare say a word. Okay? And they will never fight back because they're on the same team. That's what I'm here to teach. That's the whole purpose of my ministry, if that's what you want to call it, is to teach you that one lesson. It's everything, everywhere, all the time. Everyone's involved. And I'm sorry. But I used to think that Satanism was just the elites, you know, when I was a kid. It was just in Beverly Hills. You know, these people have all this money and they're, you know, basically child abusers. They're into Satan and now their kids are into Satan and it's all part of the corporate structure. And then they go to, you know, fraternities and sororities that are owned by Satan, colleges that are owned by Satan, law firms that are owned by Satan, or other places of work that are owned by Satan. Everything, everything, the whole thing is. I mean, what are you going to do, you know, to me? You know, you're going to fight everything? You're going to fight the whole world? I mean, what do you mean by that? You mean the whole world sold out to this? That means they all know? Of course they know. Fuck. I didn't know that. So they're all playing a game with me, right? They're acting like they don't know and they're just gaslighting me, right? They're totally gaslighting you, dude. Wow. So everybody is evil and I'm like, you know, I didn't understand that there was this thing and so I'm, I was rejected or I bounced off the mirror. Something didn't really take with me, so... I'm, I'm the freak that's left out of the freak show. That's right. Come on, Ben. That's right, but you're like millions of other people who never saw that one coming. <laughs> and why didn't you see that one coming? 
because I was, I guess, controlled in some way to see only Disneyland. I don't know. I just saw everything as I just I couldn't accept what I saw as being real. So therefore, I was in my own little bubble. And so that bubble protected me from the world system. And what was the world system? It was the system by which every human being loses their soul. How many people have lost their soul? Most all people have given their soul up in order to exist on earth. Wow. How many people is that? All but a remnant. There's only a remnant of people on the earth that uh, are in, intact, just like the days of Noah. You, you, the Bible said this will be like the days of Noah, and is. So when they teach this in the churches, I start laughing. I have to walk out of a church when they start that, because everybody in that church has already sold their soul. They've already. They're saying just like in the days of Noah. It's like, well, then you people aren't involved. Bye. I'm out of here. Days of Noah, Noah, Noah was one guy. Give him a little bit of attention. Just a little. Noah was one guy. Okay. Really good word, baby. Noah was just like one guy. Come on, bitch. And, and does that mean they're genetically different? Well, you know, I can make a case that the people that took the, the jab, for example, which is the majority of Americans, uh, are on the other side because they want to please their master. And they don't want to think that the government would do anything to them. And what they don't realize is that they sold their soul into a system that basically betrays, you know, everyone betrays everyone. There's nothing you can rely on. So, so yeah, I mean, that was quite a shock to me. And then, so, so when there are people that like, okay, say, take our documentary that, that don't, you know, believe what I say, of course they believe what I say. They're, they're running interference. They're trying to be gatekeepers. They're trying to stop it from coming out. They're trying to stop the truth. They know exactly what I'm saying, and they know it's true. And then they lie, okay? They actually lie. They figure that even if I call them a liar, it's not going to do anything to their career. If they were afraid of me, you think they'd lie? No, they would not lie. They would probably just ignore that it exists. But, but you know, so I'm in dangerous territory there, but I don't care. You know, my reputation's already ruined. So, you know, who, you know. Oh, boy, he's going to get a chance to get out now. He won. He won the argument. I said, I won the uh, lesson. It's a, he wants to go out. Well, we're, we're, we're trying. I don't think I can do another one of these on the road here. I'm just uh, yeah, you can. realizing that. Come on, bitch. But watch that he doesn't pull you off the leash. He's very strong. He is. He is. Yeah, thank God for that. Because that's that he fights the coyotes. Anyway, uh, so uh, she's going to take him out. So the bottom line here is that it took a long time, even since 9-11, for people to understand that all the people that believe 9-11 are sold out. 
and that their belief that 9-11 story from the government was real isn't based on being a pure heart. It's based on being an obedient slave because they want a paycheck. And that's your sad truth. All those people that went along with the jab were basically down with the system. And if you're not down with it, they actually want to kill you. Because you're, you're interrupting the flow. You're, you're harming the good times we could have if everyone was on board. You know, you're, you're a freak. You're, 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 we can't trust you. We've got to get rid of you. And so the, the abuse begins. And when they abuse, i.e., let's, let's call it what it is, i.e., Hamas attacks Israel. Okay? Then Israel is to blame and Trump. And then marches have to begin against Israel for being attacked. So in other words, I'm the abuser and I attack you because you cried. And because you cried at my abuse, I have to abuse you again because you're making me do it by crying. You know, I'm the abuser. And if I'm the abuser, folks, it's always your fault. Remember that. It's Israel's fault. It's Trump's fault. It's never our fault. And all those people that participate in that are all on Lucifer's side. Okay? Because nobody in their right mind would be duped by that unless there was something wrong spiritually. Something very glaring that can be seen by all. And that is if you're affiliated with that, you're automatically, you know, default position on Satan's side. You're going to be pro-global warming lockdown, pro-COVID, you know, uh, abort babies after birth, you know, human sacrifice, Satan, whatever. You're going to be for, you'll be down with it all. And now even calling for uh, Hamas and in Iran to, to launch nukes into Israel. That's what they're calling for. So if that's you, you're Antichrist. Okay, so you'd be on Satan's side. And that's, you may not even know there's a Satan. doesn't even matter. You're on, the, you're on that side of evil, on the side of darkness, on the side of failure, on the side of death. There's only two sides. There's life and there's death. So you're in the side of death. So waking up to the fact that the, the world was on the side of death did take me many, many years to accept. It was the, the fireman, the 7-Eleven guy, the, uh, the guy with the golf clubs, you know, the, uh, the guy with the Rolls Royce, the guy with the big house on the beach, the guy with the uh, little, uh, you know, little condo, the guy with a little hovel of an apartment downtown. It was like all these people comprised the same beast system. All brethren in arms in that one sense. And most of the, the honchos were Freemasons and are calling the shots because they think they know better than God. The big secret of Freemasonry is Lucifer. And once you get to that point, there really is no point in knowing any other secrets. You know what I mean? There's like no one, there's like, you know, what is the point of like some, some arcane ritual that represents, you know, control over the judge in a, in a, in a grand jury case? I mean, what there is, right? You're seeing that happen now where they just throw out the justice system and they just go full on peak Freemasonry, right? All of their people get to let go. All their people are innocent and everyone that opposes is, you know, basically put to death. I mean, that's Jacobin, that's Jacobin level thinking, which is no thinking at all. It's called retardation. It's called stupidity. And that's where we are. 
Most people are stupid because of Satanism, because of their affiliation with the dark side, where they, but they all go to church. They all worship Jesus. They all say, praise Jesus. They're, they're on TBN. They're on the, 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 the big station. I don't know, TBN, but they're on the stations. They're like, you know. And I, you can bet your dollars to donuts. A lot of these preachers you see on there, they're in the, they're the same the same thing, you know. It's like um, you you look at these guys, and I still have friends that sort of give them half a pass. You know, the 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 I, I can't name them now, but you know the millionaire preachers, you know, that give them half a pass. They're like, I'm sorry, but there's just something wrong with having like a uh, hundred million, you know, a fifty million dollar airplane and being a preacher. In a church, that that just, that that makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, I mean it. It just it just doesn't. And but but when people see it, they go, "Oh well, I I just you know, I you know I, they give them a pass." I, but you know, to the pure, uh, all things are pure. I know I've known people that could go listen to those ser- sermons and services, and not ever think they're of the devil. Never never think they're of the other side. And always get some kind of good word from it. So, but those kind of pure hearts are um, also prone to being ignorant or being led into something evil because they don't have discernment. Discernment is Jesus had great discernment. He teaches us about discernment. You know, like woman, you have five husbands, <coughs> and uh, you know, just just basically before Abraham was, I am. And your father is the father of lies. He didn't have to have any more proof of the Pharisees and the you know and the uh, uh, of of their uh, spiritual condition. All he had to do was look at him and say, "Your father is the father of lies." And if that and then my and then his proof was, if that were not so, then you'd see me as I am. And since you can't see me, uh, you're you or since you don't admit it, you're liars. He didn't say that. They they just didn't discern it. He said they were liars. In other words, they knew he was the Messiah, and they lied. That's the point they don't teach you. Let's go back over it. Okay, this is John 8. So he says to them, if you, if you weren't of the devil, you would see me as I am. You'd see me as Messiah, basically, right? But, and then he didn't say it's because you can't see. He said because you're liars. That your father, and why does he have to say liars? Because basically all these people lie. Okay. The, 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 everyone I've met lies. And when they do that, they're telling you, my father is the father of lies. See, they don't say, oh, I can't see you, Zeph. They don't say, oh, I'm not sure I understand that, Zeph. They say... Uh, they make up, they say something that is a lie. That, you know, you're not yet 50 years old and you think you're greater than Abraham? That's blasphemy. We're going to stone you to death. And then Jesus says, you're liars. That's why you don't see the truth, because you lie. You, you know, in other words, Jesus is not saying that they don't know the truth. He's saying, Come on, man. Be cool, buddy. He's saying they do know the truth. He's saying they do know the truth. He is saying they know the truth, but, they, but they're lying. He doesn't say they lack discernment. You see the difference there? You see why that's not really taught, that, that fine point? Because if they're liars, 
then that means everyone that doesn't see the Son of Man, everyone that doesn't see Jesus, is actually lying about it. They're not. They're not. They're not just not seeing it because they're dumb. They're just not. You know what I mean? They're actually lying. That's basically a hidden truth in Scripture. I mean, it's not hidden to you and me, but I mean, it's hidden to the world. So when I hear someone saying something about Mohammed or you know Krishna or something like that then I know they're lying. But what I usually do is I just kind of walk away. I don't confront them usually. I just say, well, here's another liar, and then I just move on. You know, that's, we're not going to be friends because uh, there's no way you can influence me with, with some sub-avatar like Krishna and expect me to, you know, hop to it, you know, and get on my knees and worship or anything like that when you're offering me a false god, when you're offering me some, you know, idol, some relic of another age that's come and gone. Not going to happen. And, you know, when you say that, oh, well, you know, I can see that the, the, the goddess is really working in you and look how you're changing and look how awesome it is. It's simply just witchcraft that's basically influencing you. So therefore, it's and what's witchcraft? It's one big lie, Right? Oh, it can inflict pain. But, I mean, in the end, it's one big lie. All the people that practice it go down the tubes. Hard. Why? Because every cause has an effect. That's why. Because God is not mocked. What we reap, what we sow, so shall we reap. We reap what we sow, in other words. And... um, so, since no one can get away with anything, there's no point in trying to get away with any of this, like, secret stuff or pussyfooting around or, you know, playing footsie or, you know, and, you know, double entendres or you know, nodding and winking. There's just no point to it. Because all that stuff makes us liars. Everything that has to do with a lie gets you closer to Satan. Everything that has to do with truth gets you closer, closer to Christ. Because Jesus' definition... A name for Jesus, that's actually not even a pronoun, it's just a name, is truth. He's the only, if you will, head, Godhead, that is called truth. That that has a name that says his name is actually truth. <coughs> Another name for Jesus is life. That's an actual name, that's not a pronoun. That's an actual definition. That's a noun. Not a pronoun. Okay, another name would be way. A way to live. That's actually a name. Okay, I I don't see, you know, Akhenaten named that. I don't see Isis and Osiris named that. I don't see, uh, you you know, Nimrod and Semiramis named that. I don't see uh, the king of Babylon named that. I don't see... uh, the head of, uh, <clears throat> you know, Lao Tzu saying that. I don't see, um, you, you know, Ramakrishna saying that. I don't see uh, <coughs> Buddha saying that. I don't see anybody on earth saying that same thing. Having a name. How about this one? I make all things new. That's a name. Hallelujah. That's a name. Why would he have a name like I make all things new? How about this one? I am the Alpha and the Omega. 
Now, that's a bit of a definition, but first and last, what does that mean? That means I am all things. I create all things. Time and space. Past, present, and future. All mine. I am the Alpha. I am the Omega. I am the totality of your experience on Earth. I am. Look no further than me. That's a very bold statement. Is there anyone else that makes that statement? I'm the first and the last, the Alpha and the Omega. Anybody else? It seemed that Jordan Maxwell had lots of lots of uh, lots of theories about all these like, <coughs> Jesus coming along. Come on, Ben. Behave yourself, buddy. He wants to be hugged. Yeah, yes. yeah, I know. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, because it's it's kind of tough for him being cooped up in here. But it we're is. gonna we're gonna get him to the dog park. But anyway, <coughs> so. Um, I've come to the end, I've struggled through it, and, uh, you know, trying to bring you a, um, an update. Uh, I, I don't, um, what do I think about uh, Israel being the sacred land of Israel, of the Bible? I, I, I've, it's possible. I, I don't, um, therefore she should be defended at all costs. Um... No, I don't think that's wisdom. Because, you see, that's Klaus Schwab. That, that's not wisdom. What do I think will happen? Well, they're going to defend Israel at all costs. It's going to widen. It's going to widen. You know, into a great big mess. And... Uh, after that, will there be peace? Well, there's no choice. Of course there'll be peace. There has to be peace after that, because that's really a lot of the world being gone. <laughs> it's going to have to be peace after that, because people will be so horrified. But will it last? What will it take for people to change? And the answer is, I think they just need to to see. I think it's hard for people to see. And I think it's 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 easy for parents to indoctrinate their children into the beast system, and their soul is gone before they even know it, before they, you know, it, basically uh, as they reach puberty. I mean, they, it, it, yeah, as they become, you know, uh, a little man, you know, it, 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 able to uh, produce a baby, you know, produce seed. Well, at that, that's the point they want to get them into the uh, club. That, that means you made a free will decision and you were seen as a man. Well... Gosh. And then from then on in, you're told what to do, and then you get a little piece of candy for your effort. Uh, it's um, it's what caused the war in Israel. Don't look at Israel like Israel caused it. Israel didn't cause it. It's the people. The people who are protesting are just as much the cause of the war as anybody else. People caused it because they're obedience to the other side. So I don't... My what my view of Israel is, uh, is 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 not um, you know like a nationalist I guess in a sense. Um, I don't think there's a divide between spiritual Israel. I mean, in, you know, I'm not saying that Israel couldn't be of God. That God's not going to do what what's been prophesied in the Bible with Israel. That could very well all be. 
with with this Israel that's there now. Um, absolutely, that could that could be. I I don't discount that. But what I am saying is that this war may have been engineered within Israel as well as outside of Israel. Uh, that's what I can't stand. Now, in terms of coming to a conclusion on it, my conclusion is let's see what God does with it. And if I witness something God's doing, I'm going to definitely, you know, mention it. Um, I think part of the situation is with Netanyahu, he may be facing uh, some jail time. Oh, yeah. If he doesn't pull off this war. Yeah, he's been playing both sides against the middle. Probably for money. Probably got blackmail him. And, it, and his friendship with Klaus Schwab is Leg- highly, legendary. Highly suspect of. Yeah. A oh, na- he, he's a naughty, a, naughty one. He's a WEF boy all the way. Yeah. And if you're WEF, then you certainly are not pro Israel. So there's your first problem. And the fact that he was very happy to use the Jewish people as. Uh, Shields, human shields. Well, with the COVID jab, as as uh, you know, the testing experiments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little that's bit. Of, total uh, that that's basically Joseph Mengele territory. <laughs> and so, you know, so there there you go. That uh, Trish just pointed out a couple of reasons why I'm not. Um, I'm certainly you know not jumping on the bandwagon with my uh, with my Star of David or my or or my um, you know. Um, Palestine flag or whatever. I'm just the people that are doing that just fail to understand. Um, ah, they fail to understand. I mean, that's just that's just it. All right, we'll go off with a, a dark tune. I don't live today, and uh, I'll be back. I'm going to be back. I've been. Oh well, no. Let's do some updates. Okay, number one, I've been uh, rewriting. Uh, angels versus witches angels v witches on substack we got five chapters published and when it gets published in a book form folks you will have read the first bit of it and if you want to download it and make your own book out of it you can't I would advise it because it's going to be worth something because I will publish it eventually and it will eventually become a motion picture uh, if I can get it through it, you know, I mean, there's no guarantee I'm going to be, but pretty soon when I get to chapter 10, then there's, you know, we're, right now I've been like having to rewrite that beginning, make it, you know, really bring that up. And then we hope it gets cooking um, after, you know, after the chapter 10. Unfortunately, I have a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of things going on in my life where I'm juggling things around and, um, finding time, but I, I, I'm telling you, I'm just burying my soul now. I mean, I may have to cut back on some of my observations, and there may be some things mentioning drugs and stuff that I can't do because of libel possibilities. So you're going to get it more raw now, and then after I get a, a, a publisher and an editor involved, then it'll, it'll be something different. But, I mean, I would I would say, you know, I like Substack. I think Substack is like a publishing uh, for us... Uh, author it's like free publishing you know with, without having editors coming in and changing everything and you know all that and uh i think um 
Substack for me for, as a fiction writer is like kind of like mana. It's really what it's all about. It's really pure, and um, it's it's a it, you know it's a legit public. I mean, you know, publishing there is legit. It's doesn't more. It's not more legit in a book form. Um, you can put it in a book form. I will put it in a book form because some people still read books. But um, the other thing is, you want to get yourself a copy if you've seen Girl Next. And if you haven't, you want to get the DVD, which we mastered. It's from us, from Crazed House. Best. Uh, you want to get that DVD. If you have a Blu-ray, the Blu-ray. If not, the HD. And you want to get the book, which is the novelization of Girl Next. And I got a little insight. Well, I can't tell you. But there will be a sequel. And you're going to find out more about Lorian West. You're going to find out a lot more in the next uh, episode. Let's just put it that way. But you, ne- you, you need the book. You need the book to figure out um, a lot more about the characters and, and it makes sense like where we're going. And again, uh, these books are rare. We are the only outlet in the United States. It's been published by Weird Book in Italy, which is a big uh, book publisher. In Italy, and it's in all over all the retail stores in Italy. It's all translated in, into Italian, and the Italians are loving it. They're getting the DVD and the book from Weird Book, and Weird Book has now gone into the motion picture uh, distribution. They are now distributors of film, and it happened with Girl Next. And these are great guys. I, I really like them. I don't understand really much what they say. I've got to really, you know, I got to really uh, study up on my Italian. I love Italian. You know, my daughter was Italian. I, I just, uh, you know, I love the language. And they, I, I think they're out of Rome, basically, and I hope to meet them, you know, at some point when we're we have to, we're going to have a lot more work in Europe to do, so hopefully I will meet them. But, um, you know, they're a great outfit, and they, they really have gotten a lot of coverage for uh, Girl Next. A lot of reviews. One One gal reviewed it. Uh, an Italian lady who just, you know, said, oh, this is all camping like like, like um, uh, Charles Band movies. And it reminds me of the 80s and 90s. Girl Next has nothing to do with the 80s and 90s. If you're looking for something that's uh, reminiscent of the 80s and 90s, it's, this is not it. This is very modern. And the other thing is, she was saying, you know, it's, it's, it's a slasher, like a splatter. It's like a splatter novel. And, well, there is violence in there, but it's not a splatter novel, necessarily. Anyway, she liked it, but she just, like, it seemed like, I'm not sure she actually read it or saw it. But they're selling both the one. So at, at crazedhouse.com, you can get the DVD and the book together at a bundled price. And I think they throw in a couple of posters and you know, whatever. You can also get t-shirts. One of my favorites is the Dark Side of Society one. It's got me kind of on the cover with my bowler hat and my, my round um, sunglasses kind of looking off into the into the abyss. And it's got a little society shunting thing going on at the bottom of it. It's, it's uh, black with red. Then I also like the Quantum Devil one. I'm kind of... There's a couple. There's one with the two heads... It's, it's uh, two, two, two different people in the same body. And there's another one of uh, Luke, the main character. 
another great t-shirt we have is the crazed house logo which turned out to be really great it was done by uh, these very talented ladies called dog and pony who do posters for movies and they came up with my logo and um our logo actually and so you get it on uh you're going to get it on um at crazedhouse.com and and there you can also see trailers of other things the other thing that came out was um quantum devil is out now and can be watched and it's out everywhere it's not on tubi yet not not free yet but you can see that everywhere and um, we can't make a DVD on that. And but DVDs aren't really, you know, most people stream stuff. So uh, it's out on VOD and Prime and Apple, uh, iTunes and well, whatever else VOD goes on. It's out there. You know, I didn't even know, for example, like Girl Next is out there too on DVD. I, I mean, I'm sorry, on, um, you know, streaming. I didn't realize it was on HBO in Hungary. So not until that producer told us that he'd watched it. So so it's on HBO. I'm like, did we get paid for that? Don't think so. We didn't get paid for that. How how is it that HBO has it? That's bizarre. I know. See, that's what I'm talking about. You know, you guys, we need we need to hire a couple of hitmen. Here. We need we no, we need to hire a couple. We need some muscle. Ah, oh, we got a guy out there. We know Matt. You could be our muscle. <laughs> uh, give them hell, man. They try to rip us off. And, I mean, HBO has plenty of money. They could have paid us, right? What the hell's going on there? Do, do I have to go hire a lawyer to find out about this? Yes, yes, come on. Anyway. There's a little dog across the way. He's watching. He wants to go play. I understand. We're in a populated area. Having a you know pretty good time. We're we're here, uh, you know, we're working. We're getting some mechanical work done on our bus and and trying to get it up to you know we've been sort of restoring it and so that's going on. We're trying to figure out if we're going to be able to stay in the bus. We're going to have to you know leave it and go go home or what we're going to do. So we're kind of yeah, it's a little bit unstable, huh? <laughs> a little unstable. All right. Um, so go to crazedhouse.com and just look around. You don't have to buy anything. Just check it out. Oh, you can also get Glass Backwards there. Glass Backwards, the only reason I've got it there is because it also may be published by the same people in Italy and, and, and it's it's slated to become a, you know, the, the, we want to do it as a film. It's, um, it's to counter Quentin Tarantino's once upon a time in America, to giving a middle. Uh, once upon a time in Hollywood, to giving a middle finger to Hollywood, uh, and I think I'd like this version much better. And uh, it really, really is funny, though some of it, even though it's sick. Okay, we'll see you next time, and uh, hopefully there'll be peace. Don't forget. Too, there could be somebody showing up and bringing peace to everything. Could be the you know, and you know what I'm talking about. So I hold out that possibility. I actually would love that possibility because I want the Lord. I want Jesus. I want 
to wrap this up. I want to go home. I want, you know what I mean? I want um, you know, goodwill among men. You know, whatever happened to that? Like, your, your word is your bond. Remember that? Yeah, your handshake. There's a deal. Oh, boy, would I love to have that. Peace on earth, goodwill toward men. Yes, peace on earth and goodwill toward men, toward all humans. I would love that. Please, please, please stop marching around trying to annihilate. The, you know, they're, they're talking about annihilating all of Israel. I know. And, you know, um, and I am. The, the, the no that you spoke of earlier, that's all it takes. A unified no. All it takes is a no. We, 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 we stood them down on the COVID, too. We stood them down on the climate lockdown. Now, why can't we stand them down on this on this stupid war? Why are these people marching? What, what are they paying you to be dumb, you dumb idiot? What's wrong with you? <clears throat> Quit marching. If you're marching for Klaus Schwab, you're you're just a loser. You're just a fool. You're marching to you to your own grave, to your own uh, you, you know death. And while I agree, it's wrong. Yeah, to annihilate Israel. So I think you're a little bit overreaching and overreacting, don't you think? Now that they're getting ready to level, they're leveling Palestine. Well, you know, the thing is, um, we all know that there is a Palestine there. And we all understand there's been a war there. And we all understand that the Palestinians and the Israelis, Hamas, and these other groups, they're going to be killing each other from here till doomsday. I mean, that. You get involved in that, and they're just going to keep killing each other, because that's what they do. All right, enough, enough. And my frustration is, we don't have to see this kind of carnage. They say peace and yeah, they say peace and safety. Yeah, Psalm 2. Comes. Right, okay. God bless. Love you guys. Thanks for hanging in there with us, and we're we're still kicking over here. I'm feeling better today. My, my, you know, I'm, I'm hoping to get a, you know, to overcome certain challenges, you might say.
way you taught me to.